Cities Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Pitch to Chad, a fastball, and he strokes it dead center. On the run, Lagares at the wall and out of room. Chad Pinder picks the team up and carries them around on a three-run homer. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. The A's shut, uh, shut out for the fourth time this season. We'll talk about it at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Eight straight losses. Uh, a rough one for the offense once again. I got to say this, though, for Cap, Vince. After that first inning, two different batters. You got the 3-2 counts. The pitch count was 23 after the first inning. I'm thinking, oh, no, second start of the year. But rallied back to give you 99 pitches, almost six innings, and just the, the last curveball, a hanger that got beat. But other than that, I think you have to be impressed by Cap's outing. I think it's encouraging for the A's rotation. They needed a lift. They needed that that depth that they showed last year. And, uh, you know, Cap certainly was a part of that. It's changed now without a Chris Bassett and without a Shamanaya. So there would be a heavier load, you would think, on somebody like Caprillion behind, at least for the moment, Frankie Montas. And in the absence of Cole Urban, I agree with you 100%. Uh, he, you know, he pretty much sat 93-94 today, had a good slider. And that Polanco at bat is one of those things. If they catch the foul pop, which was, you know, asking for an extraordinary play, the inning is over, and we don't know if the outcome changes or not. But uh, James Caprillion was impressive today. He looked like the James Caprillion we saw time and time again for the A's. When guys got on base, he really bowed his neck and uh, stopped them from scoring. And if he could just take one pitch back, that's the one that went to dead center. There was no doubt when uh, Polanco made contact that it was going to jump out of the ballpark. You know, right now when I'm evaluating Pache, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. The rest of the roster doesn't mean anything. It, it's about him, where he is today mentally. We know he's physically gifted, no question. He's very young in his baseball life. We want him to be the now. We want him to be the future. And you have to do what's best for a young athlete. So whatever the roster moves are going to be in the future, I'm not looking at it that way. I'm just looking at him solely as what's best for him. 0 for 3 today, last 19 games. I just did the math. He's batting a buck 29 his last 19, three strikeouts today. I, I just what what do you think for him mentally? Not just physically, but more importantly, mentally, do you think is best for him going forward? I think staying here. I mean, that's just my opinion. He has the bat speed for the big leagues. He certainly has had issues chasing. You know, breaking balls have gotten to him. He hasn't made that adjustment yet. I, I am of the opinion that the, the gulf is so wide between AAA and the big leagues that even if he, you know, we've seen players come up from AAA that have had these bloated numbers, and you go, well, why aren't we seeing that? seen this in the big leagues it's a completely different animal i want to see him learn up here grow up here it's been 85 at bats now you know come back to me and another 300 at bats and let me know how the season has gone and and, and let me give you some evaluation at that point but when i've talked to the coaches about pache they say the one special thing about him at the plate is bat speed now He's not alone. He's, he, I mean, there's a lot of A's players right now that are having trouble with pitch recognition, as, as evidence again today, although they were just completely dominated by Duran at the end with 100 to 102. But the A's are 13th in the league in strikeouts, Tony. I mean, they're just, and they're, you know, they're 12th in walks. That's not the, the strikeouts are one thing. 
But the walks are another. The A's are a team that at least would get walks and they would grind out at bats and they would get the outcome to go in their favor. That's not happening either. So in the absence of that, uh, you've got a lot of struggling guys that are just not you know, putting enough you know, runners on base and creating enough pressure on the opposition to maybe get that mistake and finally put a crooked number back up there again. I remember the first time as a hitter, I saw like 92-93, and it felt like, oh, my God. I can't even imagine what an effortless 102, 103. I mean, the mound's only 60 feet, 6 inches. If you have a guy coming out the mound who's 6'5", by the time he releases it, I mean, he's only like 50-something feet away at 102 miles an hour. I mean, the, the, the fact that the brain can even react fast enough to tell you to swing is amazing. Well, I mean, Jed Lowry comes to the plate off the bench, and Ryan Jeffers goes out to the mound. And clearly he said, just give him your best stuff because he went, you know, he went – he went up the ladder, and he went up the velo, 100, 101, 102. I mean, I give Christian Bethencourt a ton of credit for, for hanging into that at bat as long as he did, down two strikes and fouling off some tough pitches. I mean, I just can't imagine what it's like to, to react to that. This kid is, has a chance to, to really be a weapon for them. You know, I'm encouraged that we're seeing, you know, some early contact, some confidence from Lou Trevino, which the A's are desperately going to need when they've got a chance to win games. They've just... They've got to get the bats going. There's no other, there's no other way to put it, Chris. I mean, it's, it's a lot of chase, not not swinging effectively at pitches in the zone, and that has to change, or it's going to be, uh, it's just going to really be a challenge here in the second month of the season. Well, I know fans don't really care about this, but this is just you know looking at stuff. I I, I obviously have to break this game down and talk about it. Uh, I Bethancourt's arm, his arm talent, and we saw that. Uh, getting Lewis at second base. We've seen it multiple times. You've talked to him about being a pitcher, but whether he's behind the dish, what we've seen him do at first base, I really wish he could hit because his arm talent and the way he throws the baseball is something special. Well, just like we said during the game today, Tony, when he connects, the ball jumps off his bat. Now, the, you know, the first word in that sentence is, is, is pretty heavy. I mean, it's, it's two letters, but it feels like a ton because, uh, you know, the if separates a lot of guys. And, you know, he's, the ball really jumps off his bat. He finds the barrel when he connects. But, I mean, he, he threw the ball to second base almost as hard as the pitch that came in. I know it was a slider from A.J. Puck at 85, but he threw it 83 to second base. And he told me that he touched 98 as a pitcher with San Diego you know, back in you know, 2017 when they tried to make that conversion. You could see why. I mean, it wasn't a yeah. fit for him. He didn't like it. But that is a weapon behind the plate. And he's got you know, some veteran leadership. This is a guy that I think Mark Kotze took a liking to in spring training, even though he did not make the club. But I think he – and whatever the message was to Christian going down to AAA, I think he, he knew that, that the, the big league team saw something that they were, that they were going to take advantage of at some point. And Christian gives a lot of credit to uh, Domingo Acevedo for him even signing with the A's because he had a lot of opportunities. And now it's up to, to him to make the most of this chance. And, you know, it's, it, it's in the works. Offense still has a ways to go, but watching him with that arm is special for sure. Yeah, guy says he throws 98. You roll your eyes and you go, yeah, right. Well, if he says he go, I I'm buying it. Look, when, when the A's do the catching drills on the field, you know, when, they're, when Marcus Jensen is working with guys and, doing the, the throw and have them throw to second base or have them throw to third base, I tell people, stop what you're doing, watch Bethancourt throw, watch the ball come out of his hand. It is, it's unlike most guys. It's just, it's just special. 
You know, I think I'm going to say something kind of controversial. I'm going to keep you out of it, Vince. You know what? You go have a you you have a you go have a uh, go have a nice dinner there in the great city of uh, Minneapolis. Have a good time, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. I support you, whatever you say, Tony. I'm on your side. How's that? I, I, I don't think you will. Okay, <laughs> I'll talk to you later, Tony. Have a good night. Yeah, you know, I was kicking this around with uh, the commander today, and there's a lot of excuses for this offense and this roster. But if you really, if you don't want to be chalk and just say the same old, same old, and you really want to break this down, these are their guys. If you take Betancourt out, you take Kevin Smith out and Pache, everybody here has been here. Except Billy McKinney, but he was the number one pick for the front office. These are their players. Kemp's been here. Elvis they traded for. Seth Brown's been around. Jed Lowry, Noisy, these are their guys. And it'd be easy to say, well, they traded Chapman and Olsen. Oh, bring Matt Chapman back. And guess what? His numbers stink in Toronto. He's a 0.2 war right now. He's hitting 211. His OPS is under 700. You could bring Matt Chapman back, put him on this offense, and it still stinks because he doesn't hit. The only guy that you possibly could say, and he wouldn't blow your doors down either, is Matt Olson. So don't give me that, oh, they had to shed, shed payroll and the, and the mats are gone. If Matt Chapman was here, this offense still would be bad because he hasn't been good. He's run into a few home runs. Other than that, hit, look at his numbers. He's got under a 7 OPS. Really? His numbers are that of a replacement player. These, the, the, the whole excuse of having to trade two players, I mean, you could even throw Simeon in there. Simeon's been god-awful in Texas. This offense hasn't changed because you traded the two mats. If you had the two mats, it's still if you took their numbers from Atlanta and Toronto and put them on this on this roster, they're still not good. Do, do, do you want to know what Matt Chapman's? I'll go through Matt Chapman right now. Are, are the A's really missing this? A 211 batting average, a 689 OPS, a 279 on base percentage? Are they really missing that? I mean, yeah, you could say they miss Matt Olson, but his numbers aren't just, I mean, he's got three home runs. He's got 11 RBIs, okay. 861 OPS, yeah. But he's not hes not performing like one of the best players in the league. He wouldn't be carrying you like certain guys are right now. Like Manny, Manny Machado's carrying a ball club right now. Right? If you're following baseball, there's certain Trout's back to being Trout. Every single time I'm turning on Angel games, they've been on lately a lot because they were playing the Red Sox, and then now it was the Nationals. And every single time I've been watching Trout, he's ripping balls everywhere because he might. I mean, he carries a team. The A's did not lose a guy who truly carries a team consistently, but these guys. I mean. Most of the players in the lineup are the players that you drafted or you signed a while ago. Look at all the guys that have been here. Noisy's been your guy. Pender's been your guy. Seth Brown's been your guy. For God's sake, Pache's hitting a buck 29 his last 19 games. But then again, he's new. So I want to stay away from the new guys. Let me, let me give you the numbers on Tony Kemp, who's not new. He is 
He is five for his last. What did he do today? O for four. 40. He's five for his last 43. So Tony Kemp, not new, is hitting 116 over his last 12 games. And he's your leadoff hitter. Right? That's not, that's not, that has nothing to do, I mean, he was here. So I, I you could easily, and I know the, the out-of-town people are easily going to make the excuses, and they're going to say, well, look what you had to do to the offense. Well, technically, that's not all that true. You had to get rid of, you, you had, I guess you had to get rid of the two mats, but I'm telling you right now, if you had Matt Chapman right now and put him in this lineup, what he's doing in Toronto, nothing's changed. You're still striking out, you're still getting shut out, and you're still not putting up runs. Matt Chapman would not change the dynamic of this offense at all. His numbers will tell you that. And I, I, I've said it now for a couple of years, like this guy's a strikeout machine who, I mean, he's – He's had one year where he ran into a bunch of balls and at 36 home runs. Other than that, the numbers, not spectacular. Great defensively, no question. But I'm telling you, Matt Chapman, what he's done in Toronto so far, if Matt Chapman was here, it would not change this offense at all. But the point of the matter is, if you have 12 position players, they're all the guys that you've had in your organization other than the three new guys. Piscotti, Pender, they're not new. Seth Brown, not new. Noisy's been around. Lowry's been around. Kemp's been around. Elvis, Big Murph. I mean, my God, Big Murph's hitting 122 the last 11 games. These are not new players. Really, all the new players are on the pitching side of it. All your The difference of all the players you start talking about Acevedo and Grimm and Jackson and Jimenez and and Logue and Mole and Sneed and these guys they're is pitching the problem? I wouldn't say pitching's the problem. I don't think anybody would say pitching's the problem. Pitching's actually held their own. You got to be proud of the pitching. I'm proud of Caprillion today. I thought Logue threw the ball well yesterday. You kidding me? I mean, yesterday it was kind of the people were like, well, it was all right. I'm like, five innings, gave up two runs in your first career start on the road? Ah, pretty darn good. Looking at today, you don't think today's pretty good? Cap got off to a, a shaky start, gave you five and two-thirds. One bad pitch. Guy lost one nothing on one bad pitch. Cap was good. The bullpen. They were scoreless. Pitching's not the problem. Problem's the offense. And you can't say it's about money. You can't say it's because of the moves. I, I Yes, Matt Olson, I, I will give you one guy, Matt Olson. But if Matt Olson was here, looking at what he's done in Atlanta, if he was here, I don't know how many games. I don't think that's really changed that many games or that many outcomes. I guarantee you Matt Chapman wouldn't have. So it's a lot of a lot of a lot of players that have been around here are just not not hitting, and when you don't hit, you don't win. The number is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. You're listening to the Ace Clubhouse Show. 
The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet. Not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message video, phone, together. A wind, the 2-2 pitch. Breaking ball hit toward Pache, deep center. Back on it goes Christian, takes a look, and he can't get this one. It is up into the suites. A bomb from Polanco. And it's 1-0 Minnesota. Well, your worst nightmare just came to fruition. One strike away from going six innings. One strike away from keeping the Twins off the board. And Polanco belts at the straightaway center. It's in a long way over the hitter's background into their suites where people are watching from center field. And out it goes and one nothing Minnesota. This is A's Clubhouse. Wow, looks like uh, our friends over on NBC Sports California put up a graphic. The commander has just texted me. Wasted efforts is the headline. Games when starters have five innings or more pitched and two earned runs or fewer. The A's are 9-6 and six with a 1.28 ERA. A whip of 0.85, but a, a record of 9-6. and six. Safe to say, pitching's not the problem. Pitching is not, this is not the problem. You know, I almost feel like the traffic cop going, there's nothing to see here, move on. I guess that wouldn't be a traffic cop, but you know, some type of security personnel. There's nothing to see here, move on. It's not, it's not, it's not the pitching. Pitching actually, you're starting to look at it like, wow. This is what the A's do. They're able to find pitching. Where's the hitting? 26, am I right on this? Robert, check. I did it. I was doing everything so fast. Is it 26 Ks in two games? I think it is. If my math is right. I mean, Wow. 26 Ks in two games. Let's go to the coach and Los Alamitos. Coach, what's happening? Yes, Los Alamos, but that's okay. How are you doing? Doing good. What's up, coach? Well, I was going to talk offense, but I'd be done by now, so I'll talk something else. Let's give... uh... Kevin Smith a little credit. He had a couple nice plays there at third. I think that guy can, can man the hot corner. You, you're breaking up in wind. I can barely oh. hear you. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? 
Yes, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, let me give a little credit to, to, to Kevin Smith over at third. He, he, he was man on the hot corner pretty well today. Made a couple nice plays. And then uh, those twins, boy, they have a lot of talent. You know, there, there's no doubt about that. They have a lot of position players. They have a lot of young pitchers that are really coming along. So give them credit. But here's the one thing I wanted to throw out there. In our retool, we brought on, uh, you know, we traded for 12 players, eight pitchers, four position players, you know, Pache and Smith and uh, the catcher, Jay, and Angelus, who's still down in single A. I, we're going to have to make another couple of these deals, I think, and bring in some position players. They're just in enough offense. There's technically no offense. <laughs> Okay, that's right. They've scored scored one run or less in nine of their last 14 games. And they really weren't close today either. I mean, they were not close to scoring a run, you know, the the whole game. But, uh, you know, before the year, Minnesota was one of the squads they were talking about with Frankie, and I don't know if they didn't want to give up some of their players. But, uh, you know, they have excess left fielders. They have an ex- they have an extra first baseman. They have guys that w- would be interested today. I could see why they were negotiating with them. But they're, they're just really – they're going to have to make a couple more deals and bring in some more position players. The pitchers are, are decent, and there's a lot of them on the way too. You know, so that, that's what I see. Well, you're going to get Ramon. You're going to get Ramon Laureano back, and Stephen Piscotti yeah. is going to, because of the calf, is going to go on the IL. But uh, you know, you want to well, you want to have some pride, and you want to you want to compete. And I mean, Ramon's great, and Ramon's going to give you a shot in the arm and everything. But he's just he, he's just a man. He's not he's he's not like nine dudes coming. He's one guy. I mean he's not this is not this is not Babe Ruth or Super Barry Bonds coming into your lineup. Yeah, he's a career two two sixty hitter, about three thirty on base with power and good fielding. And and if he does that, you know, if he does that, that'll help a team. You know, when he's hitting two twenty or two forty and striking out a bunch that he doesn't help as much but if he can at least you know give us his career average and then work up you know, that'll give us a couple good outfielders out there but uh, you know there's a couple guys that have value and they're just going to have to move them you know they're going to have to move them to bring in the, the talent that we need going forward there just isn't enough that I see you know the next guy up well I mean you have Shea who's the next guy up but a catcher and Allen, but then the next guy up is Geloff. I mean, he's way down in Double A, so they just, they just don't have enough position players that that, that I see. Yeah, I, I would agree. Thanks, Coach. You have a good Saturday. And at some point, right? Like, I'm just trying to think as a front office person. You got off to the start you did, and you're hovering around 500, and, man, it's flipped really fast. And remember we talked about, um, God, what the heck is the ride? 
it's it's at Disney California where you go out and the platform and it just drops you. I know there's one at Great America. Yeah, it's like that platform where there's the the Garden Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you, Robert. I just recently went on with that. I went on with that ride with my kids. I'm like, oh my god, this is awful. When does it end? But yeah, that that's what this feels like. The the, the bottoms just dropped. And it, and it happens fast. When you lose a bunch of games in the row, it happens fast. And now as a front office, you have to sit around and go, okay, how do we project for the future? Because we can't just keep losing at this rate. It's really bad. They don't like that. The Reds, may able to, the Reds can do that because I don't think some people care. This front office cares. And right now you're like you're at eight straight, 11 of 13. This has gotten bad. This has gotten bad quick. And that's my whole point of a lot of these guys, the excuse, as I said last night and the last couple nights, the excuse train is coming to the station and the excuse has got to get off. And the excuse that, oh, well, the payroll. No, all of these guys except two are your guys. The two you're missing are Chapman and Olsen. And by the way, once again, I'll say it again. If Matt Chapman, with his numbers, was on this team, nothing's changed. Still bad. Got to figure it out. There's going to have to be a lot of moves made. I don't know what you can do, what you're willing to do, but this right here, and so many of these guys have been your guys. And it's not working. I mean, one run or less in nine of their last 14. Ouch. The number, 833-625-2278. We continue with your phone calls. We'll hear from Mark Kotze all coming your way right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Did you know that with Xfinity Internet, you get fast and reliable speeds? Best of all, you could save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill when you add Xfinity Mobile. Can your internet do that? Get gig speed internet now for just $49.99 a month for 12 months with a one-year contract when you also get Xfinity Mobile. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay and 63022. Restrictions apply. New gigabit internet customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity Internet required. Innovation that's at the heart of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students map genes from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu slash impact. August 6th is International Trading Card Day and Topps wants to celebrate with you. Visit your participating local hobby shop where you will receive a free pack of cards plus a special card if you purchase $10 or more of Topps products while supplies last. Post your packs on social media using the hashtag TOPSITCD and follow along with at Topps. Visit Topps.com for more information. How do you make the most of your land? Everyone has their way. The Nelsons depend on their John Deere Gator XUV 835R to get from point A to point B with decoys and the dogs. As much as we got going on, it's all about efficiency. And if you ask the Mosers what they use their Gator XUV 590M for, they tell you. The most fun we have on the Gator is just repping around the 
property. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer. And Caprillion ready. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Got him on a high fastball. And Caprillion pitches around the one-out double by Polanco and strands him at second base and keeps this game scoreless. On to the fifth, the Athletics and the Twins, no score. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Oh my God, I just looked up Marcus Simeon's numbers. This whole thing's depressing. He's hitting 179. He's got an OPS of 494. An OPS plus of 50. He's not even a he's not even playing at a replacement level. And I go back to Chapman. Chapman's 29, gonna turn 30. I mean, you're gonna look up in a couple years. How many teams will Matt Chapman have played for? Will he ever even come close to the money that the A's offered him, if you believe everything, at 150 million? Will he ever even come close to that? Playing like this, hitting 211 and striking out, I don't care how good your defense is. And you're going into your 30s? And then if you want even more cheery news, the commander just texted me, Ramon Laureano was 5 for 37 in AAA with 11 strikeouts. That's a 135 average. I just, he was just getting a tune-up. He was just getting it. I'm going to buy that. It's just a tune-up. Greg and slow, it's just a tune-up. That's that's all it is for Ramon getting ready for tomorrow. I, I don't know if you call it a tune-up, Tony. I, I call it fitting right in with the lineup. Fitting right in as an Oakland A, brother. How you doing? Uh, just, just today really, you know, today was a look in the mirror day. Today was like you look in the mirror, you look at the numbers, you look at the people who are making those numbers, and at some point you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah, I'm going to make a, a Greg and slow declaration today, May 7th. Um, prediction is this team will go down as w- one of, if not the worst, offensive clubs in Oakland A's history. I'm putting it on the line right now. And I'm not just talking batting average. I'm not talking about runners in scoring position. not talking about home runs. I'm talking about an offensive ball club. This team could be the worst that we've ever seen. Right now they're on pace. Make no mistake about it. And uh, I'm going out on a limb and saying this team will be – one of, if not the worst, teams we've ever seen in Oakland as far as offensive baseball goes. Well, the start is definitely uh, on your side because this start right now with shutouts, runs scored, not good. Yeah, and they're not even close, Townie. I mean, they talk about, you know, oh, Murphy's, you know, barrel percentage and, like, you you know, we both kind of laugh at stupid stats like that. You know, nobody's – it seems like really nobody's making hard contact, hard outs. I mean, there's a few here and there. Um, but, you know, guys popping out to first and, you know, striking out on three pitches. I mean, what about what about Duran today and throwing 103? I mean, gosh, where, like, why don't the A's have a guy like that? I mean, what, what an impressive two innings he had. I mean, he had a little bit of a rough spot in the ninth, but, you know, pitching staffs are looking at our, our club, Townie, and, and, and I, I like to, th- you know, the, the basketball term is stat padding. You, know, you play against certain defensive players. You have a height advantage where you just go against someone that's soft, it doesn't have size. I relate that to baseball, and, and, and pitching staffs that are facing the A's, they're stat padding. They're looking up, and they're seeing the A's, and when the A's are coming to down, pitchers are getting fat. Good numbers, a lot of strikeouts. You know, They're getting six, seven innings. 
you know, no earned runs. Starting pitching is getting fat off the pathetic A's offense, and that's just a fact. You know, it, it's it's as bad as I've seen in a long time. Um, you know, the veteran leadership. You know, coming to the season, we talked about, oh, the veteran leadership, what a great signing with Stephen Vogt. I mean, where's Stephen Vogt been? You know, you know Jed Lowry brought him back, and Piscotty. I mean, Piscotty, n- number one, he, I mean, he's, he's long on the tooth. His best days are behind him. Not only can he not hit anymore, he's injured every two weeks. I mean, the, the, the guy's just – he's so injury-prone, and it's too bad he's a great guy. But, but this veteran leadership that we're, we were all so thrilled about, you can't have veteran leadership if you're not, if you're not good. I mean, you're, you're, they're terrible. Andrews, terrible. Jed, terrible. You know, Piscotty, Stephen Vogt hasn't played in, seems like, six weeks. I mean, it's just the, the veteran leadership, it's kind of overblown when the veteran leadership stinks. And, you know, it's hard for the, the, the so-called young guys or the inexperienced guys we got because they're up there going like, you know, you're going to send us down, you're going to put us on the bench. Well, who are you going to replace us with? You know, I know you talk about the A's got to make moves, Townie, but, you know, let me know what moves they can make. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, you, you had a great line to me about a week ago, and he said there's no magic wand that we can wave where these guys are just going to start raking. They're going to start hitting 300. You know, it's – it's just uh, – it's as bare of a cupboard as we've had in a long time, and I think we just got to suffer through it, Townie, because it's going to get worse, brother. Well, I can tell you this. Um, I have no other choice. We'll be here. Thank you, Greg. Have a good Saturday. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting to that point to where you start, you start to just completely change how you evaluate the team, and you now just start looking at individual performances – and you just sit here and go, okay, look what Cap did today, or what's going on with Pache, and you just the win the win loss record. And I hate to have seasons like this, but the win loss record starts to not matter, even though it's professional sports. It's like it's completely about building for the future, knowing that you expect to lose, and that's what happens when you've lost eight straight, and you've scored one run or less in eight of your last. Excuse me, nine of your last 14 games. Jeff in Concord, you're on the Ace Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. How are you? Uh, not, not, not good. Oh, yeah. Me neither. Me neither. I just want to thank you for all you do for this team. Um, but I, I have to wave the white flag. I will not uh, be a supporter of this squad as long as John Fisher is the owner. For the longest time, he has um, proven uh, that even though he is rich beyond his wildest dreams, he has no interest in putting his money in this squad or this this city. Um, I think you know if you're going to say the city, you, you have to you have to back up there. They have poured millions into whether it was. There's been multiple locations, and especially with our terminal, multiple location, multiple locations, they've poured millions in to try and make happen. So to say that he hasn't tried to make it done in the city is just not factually correct. All right, fair enough. Uh, if I'm David Forrest, um, I am resigning immediately. He will get a job as a GM tomorrow with a with an ownership group that will give him the resources to John Fisher is not giving him. He will win a World Series within three years. He's that good of a GM. Um, he's done everything he can, and 
if he has any pride left, I, I would resign immediately. Uh, they are not going to give him the resources in this ownership group to succeed, and I feel bad for him. Um, as far as Billy Bean goes, I feel like he checked out a decade ago when he started getting his earthquakes uh, bug going. I feel like he couldn't care less whether they win or not. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I don't think I am. I, uh, I'm i just a disgusted A's fan. Uh, I, I've been a fan since I came out of the womb in 82. We, we grew up in 216. Um, a lot of great memories, but this ownership group, the previous ownership group, actually ever since the Haas family owned this team, um, have they even cared? about any of his fans, and I but, really but do, you, do, you, do you realize, and I hear that all the time, do you realize how long ago that was? Do you realize all the issues yeah, with politicians, with, 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 with city yeah, politicians, I'm, I'm, county I'm politicians, boards, I'm supervisors, aware. all this? I mean, it's like there's this whole blame game that's been going on that's been on everybody for all these years. We're talking about nineties and two thousands and two thousands and tens. And I mean, there's so much stop. that goes on. Stop, it's unbelievable. Man. Stop. Stop it. And guess what? Stop it. The Haas family, as soon as the old man died, and I hate to say it that way, the family wanted out as fast as they could because they were losing money. I know they were, and I'll tell you this right now. Ever since they got rid of La Russa, it's just it, it's been a it's, it's been a not money. one guy. It's been a whole. It's been year. La Russa hasn't been here. Where you were a kid when La Russa was here? Yeah, you were I a remember baby. how the I re, I remember how the team was running. It was running and respectable. You were born in eighty two. Yeah, that means you and weren't got, ten got, till ninety two. You exactly. don't even remember exactly. this team winning a World Series. You you hardly even remember this team winning a World Series. Oh, I re- I remember it like it was yesterday. I was shooting hoops on my on my back court uh, when the earthquake happened. I remember it like it was yesterday. I have a very good memory of all that. So don't tell me I don't remember it. Don't tell me I'm. Oh not yeah, you're shooting fan. hoops as a kid. You're a kid. Yeah, and the earthquake happened. Yeah, and, remember, and that's what I'm talking remember, about. It was a long remember, time ago. Everybody I wants to talk Eckersley. about the 80s. The 80s? And I was I remember, in high school. I was in I high school. You're talking about the good old days when I was in high school. That's that's how dysfunctional the entire thing is. It's dysfunctional. And you know what? Hey, hey, listen to me on this one. I was watching this last night. Monty Poole. Uh, they're doing this thing on diversity and, and about race on NBC, and I was done with my I was done with my uh, uh, deal here, and it was still it was on after the A's, and they're talking about Mark Davis, and Mark Davis, and the Davis family. They're building this thing for diversity down in Henderson. I caught the last thing, and I used to work for Mark Davis, and no one took more flack than Mark Davis, and I'm thinking. Mark Davis probably sleeps great at night because he doesn't have to deal with any of this crap anymore. Well, he probably does. But I remember the flip from Eckersley to Tony Phillips in 89. So don't great. Tell it was 89. I was, I was a junior in high school. I mean, it's like so long ago I remember where we it. talk about that. It's like, seriously? No, I, I agree. 
And how many mayors is, have we had? How many people on the JPA? Listen, how county, many city county, council members? County, I'm just over county, it. I'm over it. County. County. All I want to say is that so long as John Fisher is the owner of this team, who is a very, very rich man and continues to not pour any of his money into this Because he's going to put the money into a ballpark, man. That's where his money is going to go. But you've got to get the ballpark to go. He's going to put the what money into is- a ballpark. It doesn't matter what players you put here. The attendance is going to be the same. He's got to get the new ballpark up, and that's where all the money's going to go. I hate getting no, – thank see. you for the phone call. I hate getting into this because you guys lie to yourselves about attendance, but I, I hate doing that because the fans, you – we love you. But I just – I had it the other day where I brought it out, and I didn't want to do it going, I could take you to 2019. I can take you to April. It was mid-April on a Tuesday and Wednesday. Astros were in town. Both mats were here. It was a playoff team. Tuesday was free parking BART, and Wednesday was also Astros. One game got 12000 The other got eleven. And that's a team going to the playoffs. And then there'd be 8 million excuses. Like I said, the excuse train goes on. Excuse. That's why – the man's trying – they've spent millions trying to get this done. And right now – Brody Brazil and I had this conversation the other day on A's Cast Live. What happens with this team doesn't in, – in, in, in the history of this franchise, in the timeline of this franchise, what this team and what these individuals do really means nothing. It's all about the ballpark. It's all about getting this ballpark. It's all about changing the culture – and getting it from where it is now into modern-day sports. That's, that, that's where it needs to go. And that's where the money, and that's where the energy, and that's where everything's going to go. So to, 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 to say that they're not doing anything, it's like, oh, my. They're not spending any money on it. It's like, oh, my God. Follow along. I know Brody's starting to do something. I don't get to see the pregame show, even though I got my little hit on it. But they're starting to do like let like let's get the actual facts down of what's been happening, what's going on, money that's being paid, people who are against it. Get it all out. Get the truth out there for everybody. But to say that there's that they're not spending any money on it's like, dude, that's not the case. Now ball players, that's a different story. But saying that not trying to build a new build a new stadium, not trying to make it happen, not that's that's not factually true. And ask yourself, what if you just said, you know what, I'm spending a hundred and seventy-five million in payroll? What would that do to attendance? Would the same people come? No doubt. Would there be a huge influx? If you said, I'm spending X, would there be a huge influx? I would bet against that. Could be wrong, but I would bet against it. I think it would be the same old same. It wouldn't be as bad as it has been so far, but I think it's what we've seen in the last X amount. The fan base has changed just based off how time works. People bring up the 80s. Well, the average season ticket holder back then – it's probably not alive now, or they're they're at a certain age with a fixed income, and you know if you're in your fifties in the eighties, do the math. 
your 40s. I'm 50 years old. He was talking about, oh, when they won the World Series. I was a junior in high school. I'm 50 years old now. Just to give you an idea how long ago that was. I was in high school. So you're kidding yourself as as a business. I mean, if does anybody like understand business? Well, when I when it was the '80s, the '80s, you're bringing up the '80s. What the world looked like in the '80s? What our country looked like in the '80s? The people who ran the '80s? You're going back to the '80s. That's what I'm saying. I watched Mark Davis, who I worked for, was very good to me. I watched all the stuff. So basically what they're doing is every NFL team, I I caught the end of it, Monty Poole, maybe we should have Monty Poole on to talk about it. Uh, Monty's a great journalist. Monty was talking to Mark about how the NFL wants each team to donate $5 million dollars to some sounds like a diversity program. So each team will do that out of the 32 teams. And Mark Davis said, instead of just donating the money to certain groups, let's build something. So they've built the stadium in Vegas. They've built a practice facility in Henderson. And next to their practice facility, they're building something. Once again, I caught the end of this, and I'm sure they're replaying it, where the Raiders are building some type of facility where they're going to bring coaches in to help prepare them, coaches of color, to help prepare them to learn how to become a head coach, to learn, bring people in, resources, and all those type of things. Because, you know, to become a head coach, you got to go through all the interviews and all that kind of stuff. I didn't get the full gist of it. I'm sure they're going to be running it again on, on uh, NBC Sports California and NBC Sports Bay Area. And then Mark's talking about buildings. And I'm sitting there watching last night going, look at him talk about building more stuff. And think about all the hate that went to him. All the people who roasted him. And it, man, that guy's sleeping good at night. He's got stadium, practice facility. Scott, I mean, he doesn't have to deal with the stuff we're now dealing with. Got away from that. See you later. We're still dealing with it. Hopefully at some point, we won't. Hopefully it'll all work out. As you can tell, I get agitated because I'm tired. of. I've lived through this. I lived through it with this team. I lived through it with the Raiders. I'm the one that is on the Raiders station, doing all the Raiders shows, taking all the Raider calls, and hear the exact same things. It just gets tiring. There's got to be something done, and it's got to be done now. And now means in the next couple months. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. We'll continue with your phone calls, and we'll hear from Mark Kotze next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. 
If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are we there yet? And you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Camino throws and Santana takes on the inside corner. Bring him up. Strike three called. And the ball game is over. You're listening to A's Cast. Throws one to center. Dyson going back to the track. At the wall. Leaping at the wall. And it's gone. Sky Bolt. His first major league home run. A rocket to center field. And the Athletics take a 7-2 lead. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Now Gilberto Celestino batting from the right side. Up at the corners at first and 30 shows Bontent. Pulls back on a slider, throw back to second, and they got him! A back pick by Christian Bethencourt on a rock at the second base to get Royce Lewis. What a throw by Bethencourt. I just saw this. Miguel Cabrera got his 600th career double. That's 3,000 hits, 600 doubles, 500 home runs. Just put your arms around that. 500 home runs, 600 doubles, 3,000 hits. Only Hank Aaron and Albert Pujols have done that. That's amazing. No Babe Ruth, no Willie Mays, no Ted Williams. With Ted, with Willie and Ted, they lost years to the war, so it's not always fair to bring guys like that in. But still, I mean, 3,000 hits, 600 doubles, 500 home runs. That's insane. I mean, wow. I mean, that's just, God, when his career's over, all the runs scored, all the RBIs. Wow. Let's go to Nancy in Sacramento. Nancy, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. 
Hi, thanks for taking my call. I just really have one comment, and that is I really wanted to compliment you on your opening comments after you got Vince off the air because you knew he wouldn't agree with you when you talked about how, you know, it's not everybody's been saying, oh, my God, they had to sell off all their good players, and now they got all these young players, and it's a young team. And, you know, I've been saying exactly what you said, and so it just made me smile, even though it's miserable to watch. It just made me smile to hear you say all, you know, it's Piscotti, it's Seth Brown, it's Murphy, it's Lowry, it's Pinder, it's the same people, it's their people. So I just wanted to thank you for your honesty. Well, Nancy, you and I are thinking alike, and I don't know how many people <laughs> because all I've been hearing is excuses for why they're not scoring runs and never the excuses, these are your guys and they're not hitting. Yep, yep. Tony Kemp, you know, it's like, oh, he's a, got a chance to be a regular. It's really going to shine through, you know. He's going to just leap at the opportunity. And, I mean, it's no less of an indictment, I guess, of the organization over the years for all these people that they – take a chance on and you know don't don't produce but anyway and i agree the pitching has been very a, a positive surprise that's been kind of fun and i still haven't figured out who's exactly who and what's in their arsenal of the bullpen guys but it's been kind of fun yeah one thing i don't think anybody i haven't heard one person call up and say and haven't seen anything on social media or anything no one's blaming pitching at all yeah yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm I'm also a Twins fan, so at least there's that. <laughs> but uh, um, and I'm I'm hoping that the rain holds off for tomorrow because it'll be you know it'll be fun to see Ramon come back for whatever energy he can bring. But mainly, I just wanted to thank you. I love listening to your your honesty, and sometimes uh, not that I could have in a radio show myself, but sometimes it's just like so fun to hear you just say what I've been yelling at myself about <laughs> well i'm here for you nancy yeah okay thanks so much have Take a good care. saturday Bye. let's go to Paige in virginia Paige, you're on the ace clubhouse show hey Tony, can you hear me okay yeah i got you go ahead um yeah so alexandria virginia anyways um i guess i wanted to call because i wanted to try and give you some support in your corner i've been trying to bite my tongue and i've just haven't been calling in because um i just haven't really felt the need to get into an argument or just get frustrated or heated but i guess when i heard the last caller discussing how he was blaming john fisher and there was a caller the other night who said he wasn't going to give the team any more money I guess it's just frustrated me because I'm tired of hearing A's fans whine about the A's and blame everybody else to include the owners, the city council, the local unions, when really the only thing that they can control are their own actions. They need to take accountability for their own actions. So let me give you an example. Being out here on the East Coast – I have a different perspective. I've gone to many different stadiums, like watching the Nationals play. My wife and my three-year-old son took the trip up to Philadelphia, and we watched the Saturday game with Cole Irvin. That day, that Saturday, we were driving back from downtown. We were driving back to see the sights, 
like the Independence Hall, and it was yeah. 11 o'clock in the morning, mind you, 11 o'clock in the morning. And I look to my right as we're driving on the freeway, and I kid you not, Townie, at 11 o'clock in the morning for a 4 o'clock baseball game, there were people already in the parking lot in their RVs tailgating for a baseball game, okay? That's the kind of level of dedication that other fans in other cities have. We can't even get 2,000 people to go to a game on a regular basis. How does one expect somebody like John Fisher to, to spend money on a team when he can't even get people to go to, the, go, to the, go to the game? That doesn't sound like a sound investment. What do you think city council thinks when they see only 2,000 people going to a game? Does that sound like it's a safe, safe vote? No, it doesn't. And the longshoremen, well, they can sue with impunity because they know that they probably are going to get a lot more backing than a team that draws 2,000 people in support. The very next day, my wife and I, while my son was taking a nap in the back seat of the car, were driving around taking a driving tour of Philadelphia. And I kid you not, Townie, I kid you not, City Hall had a 100-foot banner hanging from City Hall from the rafters commemorating Bryce Harper's MVP. Could you imagine Oakland City Hall doing that? Because I cannot. <laughs> it, 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 you know, it, it's uh, the, the, the love and the passion that the East Coast fans have for their fan bases is, uh, or, or that they have for their teams it's, uh, in a lot of ways, such a different animal. Yes, sir, it is a different animal. And if, if the Oakland A's fans actually came out to watch them, then it would be a completely different story. I don't think that the city council would be as reticent to, to, to not have a binding agreement. I think that it would hold John Fisher's feet to the fire. We can't do anything about what city council does. We can't do anything about what a billionaire does. Why don't we just control our own actions and, and, and try to control our own destiny and actually try to take responsibility for our actions, to take accountability for our actions, and actually support the team that we supposedly love instead of whining and playing the blame game and pointing fingers. I, you know, that's all. That's it. Hey, hey, what, 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 what do you think the city of Philadelphia would do if the Philadelphia Eagles were trying to leave town? Right. Exactly right, my friend. Exactly you want to right. talk about a to- – I mean – you literally had the NBA and the NFL walk out of town like it was nothing. Yep, yep. The, the you can't make that. By the way, you can't make that up either. Like if you if you went around the country, if you went to people in Boston, Chicago, uh, Philadelphia, I've been to all these cities. If you went and said, can you imagine the Patriots said they're leaving to go to I don't know, we'll just pick a town, Vermont. The people of Massachusetts would flip out. They'd flip out. They would flip out. It would, it would just, it just, it would not happen because the outrage, and you just, you just, you just don't, you don't have that. It's just, you, you saw the, the NFL's left twice. The NFL hasn't left once. It's left twice. The NBA, gone. It's like, and it was like no big deal. And it happened back to back like it's nothing. And I guarantee you if Major League Baseball left, it'd be the same thing. It'd be like, oh, three teams left. Oh. Yep. Oh, ho-hum. Big deal. When we were driving by, we drove by a little further. And Philadelphia has this, what's this called, the sports complex where they have Citizens Bank Park. They have the Philadelphia Eagle Stadium. And then they have the arena for the Sixers 
and the Flyers all in one complex, surrounded by there. miles and yep, I've been yeah, there. Yep, yeah, surrounded by miles and miles of parking lot for them to just get their to get their tailgate on. And in in between all of this are bars, and on the other side is is the casino. So when we drove by, sure enough, there was a Sixers game at noon, followed by a baseball game at four, followed by a hockey game at seven, and yes. Yes, as, as a coincidence would have it, my wife, who helps screen cancer patients, the very next day she had a patient tell her she, he was from Philadelphia. And, yes, yes, people do go to all three games in one day in Philadelphia because that's how crazy they are. If Oakland fans were just as crazy, this would be a, a non-question. Hey, appreciate the phone call. You call again. Yeah, we got great fans. There's no doubt about it. But it's just you would need to travel to other cities to understand that what's been built, what these cities have. I've been very fortunate, whether it's been traveling with the A's or traveling with the Raiders. I've seen it. I've basically seen every town. I see what people have done. I see what cities have done. And it doesn't matter what the politics are of the city. You've seen it in cities run by Democrats. You've seen it by cities that are run by by Republicans. We've seen it by, we always love to talk about red states and blue states now. Well, there's, there's states that are run by all different kinds of people who have all different thoughts of, of government. And they got, they, got, they got new digs. They got new digs for basketball, for hockey, for football, for baseball like he's talking about philadelphia they're all right there they're all right there they like they got that cool philly live like texas live where you go in all the different bars in one place you can tailgate if you want you can go into this place that has all the different restaurants and everything they've done it right once again you can't make it up we're in 2022 still talking about this stuff bitter bill oh just make me feel better bitter bill one time that would be impossible with this offense. Have you seen these guys that in competitive bats together? No, no, bitter Bill. I haven't seen it. I just follow it on MLB.com and we'll, and follow it on the computer. But no, the competitive bats. I mean, they'll take a third call strike. They had like five or six today. Third call strikes. This is pathetic. And when's the last time Lowry took the ball out of the infield? Really, it's time to DFA Lowry, Andrews, and Vote and McKinley, and Bolt, because these guys aren't going to bring you nothing. It's just it's pathetic to see, and it's not like we go to the AAA. We have nobody waiting there. The kid we got in the Olsen trade—that's about it. Who else do we have that we could bring up to replace these guys? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> bring I mean, back uh, Allen, Christian but... Lopes. Bring back Nick Allen. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a um, where they are right now at this level is not great. You know, when you lose eight straight and you lose eleven to thirteen, you don't have a whole lot of answers. No, and and the, the way the A's draft really who they draft in the last five or six years has any offensive potential. Soderstrom. That's about it. Max Muncy, we'll see. Besides that, they get these guys that have on-base percentage in college like 400, but they can't – they have no tool whatsoever. 
Well, I could bring up Matt Chapman, Matt Olson, but that'll just people make people more angry. But how many years ago was that? You know, we're talking about the last six, seven, eight years. Well, and I already brought up, I already brought up too that Matt Chapman. If you had Matt Chapman here right now, his numbers stink, so he wouldn't help. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he's an, he's another Dave Kingman. Actually, he's probably worse because at least Kingman has some power. Yeah, by the I mean, way, Dave yeah. Dave Kingman would get on the phone right now and, and literally go after you, even comparing yeah. Matt Chapman to the great Dave Kingman. <laughs> uh, Kong, Kong, put up, Kong put up some monster numbers. Yes. You're talking about a man that had what, I'm looking it up now. He had a career 442 home runs. Matt Chapman yeah. will never even sniff that. No. No, and, and you know, getting rid of Chapman, it, it didn't really hurt because the guy's a career 210, 208 hitter. He's going to knock you about you know, 23 to 28 home runs a year. And when, when it doesn't matter, you know, the A's would be down 7-1 to one and Chapman hits you a solo home run to nine. Fun times, defense. Bitter Bill, fun times. Yes. But, yeah, this offense is pathetic. And I don't know why Andrews and Lowry still on the team. Let's give Allen a chance. Just DFA um, Andrews, DFA McKinley, Bolt, and Lowry. Just bring up somebody. I mean, can they do any worse? Can Allen or Christian Lopes do any worse than these guys? At least they're young. Well, I, 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 you know, I, I think you got something there, bitter, when you start saying, okay, how long are you going to go with certain people of a certain age with certain numbers? Yeah. Yeah, and I like Lowry, but he's past his prime. And I like Andrews. I think Andrews is a good clubhouse guy, but he's past his prime. He can't hit. Yeah, well, I'm, I, no one's going to debate you when they've scored one run or less in eight of their last 14. Yeah. So, no question, they, so no question, Bitter, you win the day. Yeah, and it's the way they draft. And, I mean, you know, if they lose 100 games this year and they draft number one, they're going to draft some guy that has no potential whatsoever. Well, who's on base percentage in college was 450. But he hit 260 in college with eight home runs. Uh, well, I'd no, say this. I, I would say this. Just don't draft a guy who's also playing quarterback. <laughs> oh, what a waste of picks. <laughs> All right, Bitter. You got, you got anything else for me? I, I want to go enjoy a Saturday here. Okay, well, go have a couple of brewskis and enjoy a Saturday. Goodbye, watch, better. Watch the Warriors play tonight. Yeah, that's it. All right, one more call. Kevin in Oakland, please give me something cheery. Just you're going to end it. Give me something cheery. Oh, no. We got nothing cheery, Tony. Um, I thought both of your last callers were, were spot on. They made some interesting points. To my man in Philly, though, it, it's interesting because, you know, the Raiders were a sold-out house. And they were tailgating before those games, and it didn't stop Oakland from not giving an effort. And the Warriors sold out house. That didn't stop them from moving to a stadium with more corporate partnership, right? And 
no one's about to be tailgating at the stadium because its location isn't sexy, which is the whole reason why they want to move to a waterfront park. So the whole thing is kind of a cyclical conversation. Well, Kevin, Kevin, I will say this. How old are you, Kevin? 33. Do you remember when the Raiders had the most blackouts in the history of the NFL? Yeah, but we're talking about post. Uh, we're talking about Mount Davis, right? We're talking about him building that so Correct. he could leave, right? Which is another conversation. That was his first effort to leave for Irwindale, San Antonio, LA, anything else, right? So, um, but I think what I'm saying is ultimately, I, I hear the the conversation about all oh, the fans need to show up to justify value in the stadium, but with all the money that you talk about on A's cast coming in through streaming and like the gate is important, but it doesn't seem like it's the biggest revenue share, right? They want more corporate boxes, right? They want more of a a fan experience around just baseball, right? To compete with some of the other franchises in the league. So I don't think that it'll make a difference. The A's fans are there. You and me see them. They show up for big games. They show up for, some of the marquee matchups, the fans exist and they fill a football stadium, which is pretty exceptional, exceptional, but they, they don't show up on a daily basis. And it kind of just feels like that, that conversation alone is cyclical and showing up to a Tuesday game. Isn't going to necessarily change the mind of Oakland or make them more competent to do business with them. I, I just want to get to a point to where I, I don't have to talk about this stuff anymore. Right. I mean, because because I've I've covered it both ways. I've covered the Warriors through championships, but then I covered the Warriors back in the day when no one showed up. I've covered the Warriors when it's crazy and the and and hell, you can't even get into the parking lot. And then I covered it when they're blacked out all the time. So I've covered the whole attendance thing with me and the Coliseum site. I've gone round and round years. Some years can be great. Some years bad. I just want to get to a point where we're not talking about someone leaving. We're talking about a new facility. Will the new facility sell out forever and ever and ever? No, but it definitely helps, and it's. I'd much rather be at a brand-new facility working at a new facility than being at a place built in 1966. I just want, yeah, you and me both. I just want something – I just want something nice, something we all can be a pr- we can be proud of, and you can call into a show like this and talk to me about the team, talk to me about baseball, and we're not talking politics, we're not talking about, you know, building stadiums and port authorities and city councils and JPA and county, because who gets into sports to hear all that crap? No, it's true. Bitter, bitter nailed it too about the the draft picks too. Like this is this is getting unbearable. I feel like we haven't scored a run in two seasons now, and and I don't know. I don't know. Like baseball, unlike basketball, football doesn't doesn't mean like the first round doesn't mean that you're going to get an impact player. Like they're scattered throughout the draft, and I I wonder sometimes that we we we, we lack impact players, even even regular utility players. So. I don't even know what we should do with some of these guys hitting barely a hundred. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the team needs right now. And I know they're not really playing for the now, but you'd like to see the team compete. And I guess we could be the Reds and have four wins, but even still, you'd like to see them compete, but they look outmatched at the level they're playing, you know? 
Yeah, with a lot, with a lot, you know, starting yesterday was 15 games in 13 days, and the last thing you want to be doing is playing a bunch of games with two double headers in there, and you're not playing Man. well. And all of a sudden, these Man. losses stack up so fast. I mean, I mean, Mark Kotze as a new manager with great energy and great leadership can, you know. You can only get everybody to buy in for so long before all of a sudden, you know, it's like it's like you're on a ship and man, there's a lot of water on this ship and it starts getting bad. And there's only so much you can really do about it. Like he has the talent he has. You know, whether Correct. you know, yeah. even if he was making a bunch of rookie mistakes, like I I really feel bad I really feel bad for him. He's trying to see what he has and also go out there and win, but he he just doesn't he doesn't have a lot to work with and it's it's starting to show. It's getting harder to watch. Like, I don't like to see my boys struggle, but, man. Well, I'll tell you the key is to watch Mark and to watch the players still, you know, okay, they can strike out 26 times in two games. They cannot score, but it's the effort. Is the effort still there every single night? That's the number one thing. Are you seeing them? They may be striking out, but are they still busting their ass trying to make everything happen? That is going to be the number one key to watch as this losing streak um, continues. Absolutely, Terry. No, hey, well, you that. have a good Saturday. Thanks for the phone call. Coming up next, we'll get the scoreboard. We'll hear from Mark Kotze, and we'll let you all go for your Saturday right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Humanity has accomplished a whole lot so far. We created penicillin, the automobile, and the internet, not to mention drones, duct tape, and the hot dog. It's all thanks to the power of human connections. And Ring Central's here to make that even easier, more seamlessly and securely, on a platform built to grow your business. Say hello to a whole new way to say hello. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central, message, video, phone, together. Welcome to Allstate, where you can save just by being you. DriveWise and the Allstate mobile app gives you personalized driving feedback. And by adding it to your policy, you can save for driving safe just by being yourself. Allstate. Here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Not available in every state. Savings based on DriveWise and other safe driving discounts. Savings vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The more we learn about COVID-19, the more questions we have. The biggest question now, what's next? What will COVID bring in six months, a year? If you're feeling anxious about the future, you're not alone. CalHOPE offers free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their burial locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. 
GreenandGoldFans.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Your loan personalized. Whether you're planning your next vacation, backyard landscaping, or even consolidating debt, First United Credit Union can help you check off your to-do list with rates as low as 5.9% APR. Apply online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Did you know that with Xfinity Internet, you get fast and reliable speeds? Best of all, you could save up to $400 a year on your wireless bill when you add Xfinity Mobile. Can your internet do that? Get GigSpeed Internet now for just $49.99 a month for 12 months with a one-year contract when you also get Xfinity Mobile. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay and 63022. Restrictions apply. New gigabit internet customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Compares pricing of top carriers. Xfinity Internet required. Uh, let's plan on having concessions over there. Mike is remodeling the old family drive-in movie theater. Go find Gavin. Tell him the sound team is here. He'll need a new front-of-house cast and behind-the-scenes crew. Hey, can we talk staffing real quick? I'm thinking at least six per shift. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Ace fans, we've got a great deal for you. Get four tickets and parking for all Friday night games starting at just $39. Pick from great matchups, post-game fireworks and drone shows, giveaways, and more. Outside corner, ring him up. And Eaton can't believe it. Grab the crew and head to the Coliseum with friends and family any Friday night this season. Four tickets and parking starting at just $39 for the whole group. Tickets are available at athletics.com. That's athletics.com. Now the 0-1 pitch, and there's a swing and a line drive, and leaping at third, flagged down by Kevin Smith, and he hauls it in for the third out of the inning. That prevented extra bases with the outfield shifted toward right, and potentially the second run of the day for the Twins. A fantastic leaping grab made by Kevin Smith, 10-7. Now the A's are going to try to get the offense going through 7-1-0 Minnesota. This is A's Clubhouse. That, unfortunately, did not happen, Alex Jensen, as the A's would lose 1-0. And by the way, I haven't even said this because I harp on it probably too much, but anybody notice that the game was 1-0 and it went 2 hours and 55 minutes? 1-0. 1-0 was 5 minutes away from 3 hours. Wow. Here is Mark Kotze with the media after the game. Yeah, Cap did an awesome job today. Um, you know, he commanded the baseball. <clears throat> that was Cap at, at normal. Um, fastball had some life to it. The slider had depth to it. Um, 
you know, that was, that was a, a, a really good pitching performance for him coming off his last start. Do you see anything maybe I don't know if there was a mechanical adjustment. I just I just saw a different cap. I saw uh, the competitor. Um, you know, he looked good uh, from the start, um, and and thus all the way through the outing. Um, you know, I think the foul ball he chased down there when the Polanco bat took something out of him, and uh, you know just made one mistake all day really with that hanging slider there, and, and uh, the cap was. Sort of. Yeah, it's it's a part of this grind that we're in. Um, you know, we continue to get guys on base uh, there in the ninth. Uh, again, we you know got guys on base, so um, these guys are continuing to fight. Uh, we're in a tough stretch, and, and we got to continue to stay together as a group and, and just get through this. Find a way to win a baseball game. Durant's throwing a lot of high velocity. Um, I know guys are throwing high velocity now, but it's a pretty remarkable amount of pitches. How difficult is that? Yeah, you, you got a guy in the back end that throws 102 with a 95 to 98 mile an hour split. That's uh, pretty impressive. He did for two innings. So, um, you know, it, it, that's part of how these bullpens are built now. Um, you know, if you can get to a starter, it's it's uh, it's helpful because the, the back end of these bullpens are, are built with velocity and, and, and good stuff. But it's not Well, Sonny had pretty good breaking ball. Um, you know, they, they definitely um, throw throw a lot of sliders. Um, and, you know, in terms of, of the strikeouts there, uh, the velo, uh, again, at the end of the game, um, you know, it's it's impressive. Uh, you know, our hitters are up there battling, and uh, I thought, you know, as a group, um, you know, you look at their pitching performance today and you kind of tip your cap. Yeah, so it's a great one uh, calf strain, and uh, he'll be he'll be going to the IL. So unfortunate for for Stephen. Um, you know he's battled some injuries these last couple of years here, so you feel for feel for him. Yeah, tough for Piscotti, no question about it. All righty, let's take a look at the scoreboard. And that is brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Mechanics Bank. All right. Oh, my scoreboard just. All right, so we've got a bunch of games postponed today. Rangers, Yankees, Mets, Phillies, Royals, Orioles. Let's get to games in progress right now. They're warming up for the Pirates and the Reds. Game two of their double dip. Once again, tons of doubleheaders because of all the bad weather. Blue Jays and Guardians, one zip in the first. Top of the eighth, Tigers lead the Astros 2-1. Top of the seventh, Red Sox, one nothing over the White Sox. Game two a little bit later today between the uh, Cubbies and the Dodgers from Wrigley Field. How'd that first game go? It was Clayton Kershaw improving to, wait for it, 4-0 with a 1.80 ERA. Is that any good? Blue Jays down the Guardians 8-3 to in their first game of the doubleheader. And the Reds got the win today over the Pirates 9-2 in their first game of the double dip. So there you go. Padres and Marlins coming up here in just a little bit along with the Rockies, D-backs, Brewers, and the Braves, and the Giants 
and the Cardinals. All righty, what is on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at at ashbylumber.com. Well, we are hoping for no rain tomorrow. Everywhere else in the Midwest it seems to be rainy, but Minnesota's been okay. So it should be Dalton Jeffries against Chris Paddock. First pitch is going to be at 11-10. At, uh, we'll have A's total access at 10-10. We're hearing rain, but we're hoping no rain. So the A's, they lose to the Twins one nothing. They have lost eight straight, but tomorrow is a new day. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, everybody, and we'll see you right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Everyone loves shopping online. Well, I'm going to tell you what I tell my golf buddies when they buy clubs. Stop searching for coupon codes. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Plus, it's free, and you don't even need a Capital One card to use it. That's like hitting a hole in one without even trying. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. You and Buddy are enjoying your walk when... Yeah, I smell that too. <laughs> I know, don't blame it on the dog. I hear that hissing too. Maybe it's a cat. No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, deep voice narrator. You're welcome, dude. You too, Buddy. Stitch Fix presents Keegan Michael Key's Wardrobe Breakup. Provided the jeans with holes in the wrong places. Two tight sweaters and shoes with torn laces. I'm gonna bounce the clothes and fit me like a glove. I'm gonna Stitch Fix it. That's right. Stitch Fix makes it easy to get clothes you'll love by doing the shopping for you. So go to stitchfix.com and get $20 off your first purchase within two days of sign up. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Stitch Fix it. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures, no worries ahead. Because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets, and you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. 
This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's the pitch again to Elvis. Swung on line to right, a base hit. Chavez to third off with the ball is Dyson. Here's a throw to the plate. And it's going to be close to dive the tag. Save at the plate. And the A's have won it. And that is blasted. Left center field on its way, way back. And Sean Murphy is hit it out. The A's go back to back. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. Down the line, Tucker giving chase in the corner at the wall and gone. Tony Kemp unloads on Luis Garcia. Shocks the Astros with the long ball. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's baseball.